0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Paradise Gamer is back. And today, we are going to be having our first ever episode of The Ultimate Guide to the Unexplained, released on the podcast. I am super excited for this, and I hope you guys are super excited as well. Before we get right into it, I just want to say a couple things. Alright guys, so before we get into it, I just wanted to say a couple things to you guys so you know what's going to be coming and maybe some things that might want you to steer your clear away from certain sections of this. Now I have made sure that this is foolproof so if you are a younger listener there will be no explicit content within this. This is going to be a generally PG thing only with the exceptions of some blood and violence. So, if, you are, if that does not bother you, then you are going to be ready to go, and this is going to be awesome. Another thing, as I've been writing this, I've noticed that this has turned a little bit more into a horror novel than I originally intended. However, it does keep the same dramatic feel that I wanted while writing this Ultimate Guide to the Unexplained, so it is, in all intent, supposed to be a little bit scarier. So, if you scare easier, I'll have some timestamps to kind of steer you away from certain places. Now, get ready to listen to the first ever episode of The Unexplained. As all of you may know, this world has many secrets, things that are found but cannot be explained. There are many terms for these sorts of words, unknown, different, mysterious even, but it all comes back to one major point. These things are unexplained. A masterpiece of mystery. These things, I've been telling you, will unveil themselves as the story progresses now don't get me wrong i'm not saying that these things will all make sense for if they made sense how would they be unexplained nevertheless this is my nate timley's account of the unexplained these accounts you are about to hear are accounts of the time i spent in the unexplained written and documented by Paradise Gamer. Account 1 Now, what you are about to hear is the written documentation of my travels as I was swept into the mysterious land of the unexplained. The only thing that made sense in that horrific time nightmare was that nothing made sense. But before that, I, Nate Timley, want to tell you where the story began, if there ever was one. Now, I was one of the greatest, possibly one of the only 16-year-old zombie-slaying adventurers at the time. Besides my friend, Patrice Blazing and Sam Frost, I was about one of the only existing teenagers at the time. As for me, Patrice and Sam led Crazy Days Armada, as we continued to lay siege on their forces day after day what we did to them they returned on us with brute force the fighting had been going on since i was 12 years of age and it seemed like an endless war that no one was winning after years of these back and forth aggre- aggressive fighting tactics we decided to meet with dr edgar zambas the man behind the zombie hordes or we so thought To discuss a certain final battle situation. A battle in which the winner gained total possession of Suburbia and all its wealth. Now Zomboss agreed to this situation and the team began to devise a strategy. Crazy Dave had finally come to his senses and created a weapon only a mastermind could develop. A sword which we called the Technoblade allowed the wielder to harness maximum capable power of the plants that the wielder decided to use all the wielder had to do is activate the sphere of said plant and the plant's ultimate power was at the expense of the wielder now for example if a wielder chose a snapdragon sphere then the wielder would be able to to light the entire technoblade on fire, releasing volleys of fire from the technoblade. This blade would be proven very useful in the battle to come. Dave equipped each of these uh, blades and equipped us with these blades and allowed us to try them out. After a while, we realized that sundown had come. We were supposed to meet in town center, armed and ready for the final battle. I have to admit, As I'm remembering this, all I could remember was the fear I had in my soul as I thought of the coming battle. Little did I know how much my life was about to change. (music) Account 2 We are beginning the march an armada of hundreds, no thousands, of plants march into town square for suburbia. Turns out, we relate. As we entered, all we could see was the towering figure of Dr. Zomboss's killing machine, the Zombot. This large machination rested its back against the town hall as if it were at ease despite what was to come. As we quickly found out, the Zombot was surrounded by hundreds of thousands of zombies. From foot soldiers to gargantuars, they stood ready for the slightest move of attack. A foul gust arose through the town center, as zombies such as the Yeti King Jr. and the mighty Sasquatch arose from the depths, causing fire and ice to flow through the air. Patrice yelled a command to ready the pea shooters, and Sam prepared a walnut barricade. Tanks constructed to launch doom shrooms were armed and ready as the battle started to begin. Zomboss yelled from his throne, Are you ready to lose your home, poor children? The town sat in silence as we tried to think of a worthy comeback. Suck a lemon, you big coward. Always hiding your huge robot because without it, you're just a bag of brains, I said. At this time, Zomboss, the zombies began to stir as Zomboss sat horrified at an, at the insult. All right, if you think I am so weak, why don't you suck on this? At that, Zomboss began Uh, to be covered by shiny titanium with a zombified color palette from his arm grew a 12 inch blade waiting to strike down anything that came into its path he then jumped from the top of the zombot and set the zombot on auto attack uh Nate said Patrice what I said I believe that the worst thing that you could have done has just been done Zomboss dropped down and yelled at the top of his lungs charge then at this the battle began me and patrice and sam drew our techno blades with the power of the plants and got ready to fight the greatest battle in the history of suburbia count three. Sam and Patrice flanked the right and left sides of the zombie hordes, trying to cut into their defenses as I began to take Zomboss head on. Zomboss jumped out of the horde and landed behind me. I rotated my feet so that my blade met his. Sparks flew up and our blades began to clash. We went around in circles with our blades almost glued together. I rotated my handle 72 degrees and pressed the pommel of my hilt, To activate my snapdragon sphere. My blade then became engulfed in flames. Zomboss seemed to take a small amount of surprise to this. Then from that, Zomboss backed his blade from mine and brought his blade above mine and then brought it crashing down. The power of his blade seems overpowering compared to mine. Nevertheless, I parried the attack and slashed across his calf, making a small but promising scorch mark on his calf armor. From this, Zomboss made a stabbing motion to aim for my chest. I nearly dodged it. It sliced through my shirt pocket of my favorite sweater. I reacted by rolling to the side, dodging the sharp handheld blade. Zomboss proceeded to make a slicing attack at my legs. At this, I jumped up to avoid the slicing blade. While I was still airborne, I brought my flaming blade down towards his left shoulder. Unlike the first attack, this was a direct hit. As the blade sank into the shoulder, Zomboss tumbled backwards, hitting the side of a building. He made a minor indent in its structure, but he seemed to brush it off. He stood up saying, You are going to have to make a little bit more than a scrape on my shoulder to beat me, Zomboss said. All right, bud, said a shadowy figure. At that moment, Sam turned a corner and blasted him with his frozen citron arm right in the chest. Zomboss flew backwards, breaking through the building. He landed on the top of the kitchen counter. Nice one, dude, I said. Yeah, no problem. We really seem to be taking this war. All we need to do is capture a couple more sectors and suburbia will be ours. Forever. Forever. count for forever as if it was a magic word like a word that brings you out of hypnotism or a word that brings you into one because at that moment that sam said forever i looked to see zomboss's body had disappeared from on top of the counter turned my head to look and see where he had gone he couldn't have gone far because he was hit pretty hard turned to sam to ask him where he thought he had gone only to see Sam's body disappear into a pile of dust. He didn't seem alarmed, nor did he even seem to notice. He just continued talking until everything seemed to just be muted. I turned to look around and I noticed the entire town had gone black. All the houses were black, no lights, people. I immediately began to panic. I turned around to look at where Zomboss had previously sat, only to find Zomboss's hovering body. His arms and legs dangled below his body. It seemed like he was a puppet whose owner had left him hanging there. There were two significant differences from when I had last seen him. One, his helmet was removed. Two, his eyes no longer had pupils. His eyes were all right whites, just staring at me. I thought at least then i heard an ominous laugh it sounded almost unnatural the way it sounded then zomboss's mouth began to move well 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 if it isn't the little twerp in his army of bogatinal beings i've been watching you for quite some time and you really seem to be good at keeping up with my prop here's plans or should i say my plans I could only assume that he was talking about Zomboss, but how? What do you mean, prop? I said. You, Nathaniels Charles Timley, the co-leader of the Plant Army, the one I've been trying to destroy ever since I set eyes on this stupid town. How do you know my middle name? How do you know me? What do you mean, set eyes on this town? Ah, Nate, the one with all the questions. There is so much you don't know. How about this? I'll bring you to where I can resi- where I reside, and you can answer all these questions on your own. And if I refuse? Well, I'll turn your skin inside out and use it as a step stool. Ha, in fact, I might just do that right now. Wait, I think I might need you later. I'll be seeing you soon, and if you reject, I'll be looking forward to that new chair. All of a sudden, everything retrieved its old color. People, plants, and zombies began reappearing. Zomboss's lip limp body dropped to the floor, and Sam's body reformed next to me. I had no idea what just happened to me. I felt like I was sweating blood, and I stumbled through the crowd, crowded streets as plants and zombies continued to battle. I suddenly fell to my knees, and, in, and a daze overtook me. I blacked out. Ladies and gentlemen, what did you think of that? Man, that was fun. Now I have to admit, I did stutter a lot, messed up words, had to recorrect words, all of that stuff. And that's just all part of the process. Like, I'll mess up. I'm going to admit that to you guys. This is not going to be a five-star Harry Potter recording. But I tried my best and I hope you guys did really enjoy it. And yeah, so let's get into the breakdown bit. So Nate is talking about how there was this gigantic battle in uh, suburbia that was going down. And he was uh, they were talking about how they were going to finally settle this like rivalry between the plants and the zombies by making someone like the all-powerful, the most powerful, the one who ruled suburbia. And by doing this, they were going to settle it with a huge battle. So they went and do that. Crazy Dave, who won't really be mentioned much, if at all. I guess he already was mentioned, but he won't be mentioned very much. Um, was mentioned this first part as he created the Technoblades for Patrice, Nate, and Sam to have like this defense that wasn't just plants against these overwhelming hordes of zombies. So... That was, like, the one part Crazy Dave was, like, briefly mentioned. Probably the only part. I think um, the main antagonist may mention him a couple more times. But overall, that's, like, just his one little part. But anyway, they go into this huge battle. And Zomboss and Nate have this cool fight scene. And then Sam uh, knocks uh, Zomboss into a wall, then into a house, and on top of a counter. And then things get really weird. So Sam says this interesting word, forever. Now, it it was as if it was almost, tri- it triggered what was going to happen. He said forever, and then everything just went black. All the houses, just everything just turned black. Nate was standing there, and Sam just like disappeared into dust. And then people disappeared, all the plants and zombies, just all disappeared, everybody just disappeared. And then Nate looked around and he's looking around like, what's going on? And then he looks where Zomboss used to be and he sees this hovering body just hovering there. I don't know about you, but that's terrifying. This hovering body with its like just arms and legs dangling as if it were dead, which who knows? Zomboss may or may not be dead as, from whatever's going on. His pupils just gone. That's, that's really terrifying is he's hovering there. And then his mouth just starts to move as if someone were moving it for him. And then Nate's like, what's going on? And then he hears this voice. And I'm pretty sure this makes this guy, whoever is talking, sound like probably the most powerful dude out of everybody. The fact that he threatened to turn... Um, nate into a stepstool and i i do apologize i mentioned step stool, and then later this voice mentioned chair he would turn him into both uh well he didn't say that he said he'd turn him into a stepstool and then he'd turn him into a chair that was just the writing part let's just say that this main antagonist has the power or well i i wouldn't really call him the main antagonist maybe i would maybe i wouldn't that's for you guys to figure out but this has the power to change Nate into anything and he's like I he like knew everything he's like yo your name is Nathaniel Charles Timley which is an unconfirmed middle name I just took what I call my dog his name's Charlie I call him Charles nobody really knows his middle name or if he even has one but it sounded more dramatic when you put Charles in there and um, he was just like yo, I know your name and yeah, I am going to destroy you. And then like Nate is just like terrified. He's like, what's going on? Why do you why do you like hate me? And then he's like, you know what? How about you come to where I live? And you, you can figure it out yourself. And then uh and then it's just like, what the heck? just went on? And then Nate just faints. And <laughs> he's like, what? But yeah. So that's like the first bit of this is part one of the unexplained. And you guys will be getting part two, who knows when, whenever I feel like doing it. But I really hope you guys enjoyed this part. Make sure you uh, comment on the podcast, subscribe. Um, You can contact me at Hogwarts or ParadiseGamer1 at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will catch you on the flip side. Peace.